What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 431 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. We have a great question today from Wayne, but before I get to Wayne's question, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is lynda.com, the online learning platform with over 3,000 on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business, technology, and creative skills. And the cool thing about it is you can actually get a 10-day free trial, complete access to all of their on-demand videos by just going to lynda.com slash askpat. Again, that's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash askpat. Lynda.com is for problem solvers, for the curious, for people who want to make things happen, whether you have a nine-to-five or you are an entrepreneur or both. You can excel with the tutorials over at lynda.com slash askpat. All right, here's today's question from Wayne. Hey, Pat, this is Wayne Campbell. I have a quick question. Um, have a great idea maybe for some video software um, that I'd like to have worked on but know nothing about software. How do I go about finding and, have, and hiring a great software developer? Um, just really need some help with that. Appreciate it. Thanks, bud. Hey, Wayne, what's up? Thank you so much for this question. And I'm glad you're asking this question because I dived into software two times actually in the past, way too fast. I hired just the people that uh, A, cost the least and were the first to say they wanted to work with me. And both of those experiences were terrible, ended up not uh, having any success with those applications at all and lost uh, $10,000 plus. Um, so I'm really glad you're seeking out help for this because it's really important. You know, you have this idea and you are looking for the best developers. Now, there's a number of different places you can go to find developers to help you. The first place I would start is with your existing network. Is there anybody you know who is a developer or anybody who you have worked with who knows developers or who has worked with other developers in the past? You can get direct and honest feedback from them on who might potentially be a good fit for the developer for your project. And so I would start with your network. If you don't have a large one, then I would go into sites that show you who works on certain things like this, who has credentials, who has a portfolio, who has worked with other people, who has left feedback to these people. And there were two sites in the past that I would recommend, which is elance.com and odesk.com. However, if you go to both of those URLs now, they both redirect to a new company that they both formed together, and that is upwork.com. Again, that's Upwork. Dot com And if you go to Upwork.com, essentially all you have to do is leave a description of what it is you're looking to do and who it is you're looking to work with. And different developers from around the world will pretty much compete to win your job based off of uh, their bid or you know how much they would be charging you for this project uh, and also their portfolio and resume and credentials and that sort of thing. So The biggest thing is to don't do the same mistakes that I did, which was one, hire the first developer that says they're going to work with you because I know you're anxious. I know you have this great idea and I hope you validated this idea or at least put it through some tests, talked about it with people to see what their thoughts are. A lot of us have these amazing software ideas and and we, you know, like if you were like me, you spend a lot of money working on them because you just want to rush into it and then you find out that you rushed into it and did not do some things that you should have done in the past. And a few simple conversations with just people, anybody, about this idea will help you extract sort of 
any gaps or holes in it and things like that. Also, I would recommend that if you're going to be working with a developer as well, that you flush out this idea as much as possible. You put as much detail into the description, not the description you post up because you want to save some of that information uh, for when you actually have conversations with these developers. But for yourself, when you actually do hire a developer, then you can hand off these wireframes, if you will. And I would, I would actually draw out exactly what you want it to look like, at least uh, sketch, sketch it or find a, de- uh, a designer to help you do that so that there are no kind of delays due to lost in translation. Because when I worked with a developer, another mistake I made was I just told them via email or Skype what I wanted, and it was up to them to kind of take that information and turn it into something. And more often than not, it did not look like how I had imagined. Now, whatever it is that you imagine or whatever it is your designer imagines, make sure they put it down onto paper or or files or sketches or something so that the developer cannot help but know exactly what it is that you're talking about. You don't want any room for translation. You want to be very, very thorough and detailed with what it is you want when you work with these developers. So even as you are searching for developers, even before you find one, you should A, have these conversations with people to flush out your idea, have them help help poke holes in it and, and all those sorts of things, and then B, turn it into a wireframe, something that you can then hand off to the developer that you end up hiring. Now, when you are prospecting these developers, you know, they're going to come to you on Upwork.com if you don't have any in your network. Uh, you could also go to Craigslist and things like that too, but whatever the case may be, you want to have conversations with these people beforehand. You want to see what communication is like before you start working with them, and uh, you also just want to make sure that they have a great history, that they have a good portfolio, that they have other clients that you could potentially reach out to and just see and ask, hey, how was it working with so-and-so? Do you recommend uh, them for other jobs? And those simple conversations will help save you a ton of money, a ton of time, and a ton of sweat uh, and headache because uh, it can it can definitely be a headache for sure. Now, in terms of communication, the last thing I want to talk about, Skype is good in terms of communicating with these developers, especially initial communication over Skype. You want to hear their voice. They want to hear your voice. And you can just kind of get a vibe immediately of whether or not this person is somebody you'd like to work with. But Long term, when you hire somebody and you want to work with them, the number one tool I recommend in terms of communication is not email and it is not Skype. It is a tool called Slack. If you go to askpat.com slash Slack, S-L-A-C-K, you'll see that it's pretty much like a chat room messaging system. And my team and I use this internally for everything. And it has cut out email so much. I uh, told Michael Hyatt about this tool and he's used it. Uh, and is using it in his team as well. And I know a number of other people who use it too. It really makes the history of the chats um, very easy to search through. And you can divide these chats into certain channels so that you can just keep things organized. uh, And you can have a number of people on your team have access to only certain channels. And you can direct message people and create little groups and all those those sorts of things. Again, check it out, askpat.com slash slack. So, Wayne, I hope that answers your question and gets your gears running. And, uh, again, talk to people about your idea and 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 uh, also just make sure that you talk to the developers before you hire them as well. And uh, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. And if you haven't already, listen to episode 46 of the Smart Passive Income podcast. If you go to smartpassiveincome.com slash session 46, that's a conversation with Dane Maxwell, and it goes into how to potentially hire developers, not on a – one-off basis like this, but you could also potentially hire developers 
to to work with you and partner with them and you might even be able to get them to help pay for the development and uh, if they come on as a partner or you can also pre-sell your idea as well which Dane talks about to get funds to then be able to hire a developer that can work on this idea for you so go ahead and check that out smartpassiveincome.com slash session 46 Wayne thank you so much I appreciate your question we're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show and for anybody else out there who has a question if you have a question head on over to askpat.com you can ask right there on that page Super simple. Thanks to the widget from speakpipe.com. I also want to thank a secondary sponsor today, and that is Braintree. If you're looking, uh, if you're working on a mobile app, and, and maybe Wayne, this is you, you're working on a mobile app and you're searching for a payment solution, you have e commerce or other forms of payments in there that you're collecting inside your app, check out Braintree. Because with one simple integration, you can offer your customers every way to pay. This is the tool that Uber uses, Living Social, Hotel Tonight. Um, Airbnb, they use this for mobile payment solutions. And to learn more and get your first 50K in transaction fees free, go to braintreepayments.com slash pat. Again, that's braintreepayments.com slash pat. All right, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. And here's a quote to finish this episode by Tim Ferriss. He says, think big and don't listen to the people who tell you it can't be done. Life's too short to think small. Absolutely. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of ASPAT. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects that being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.